This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk window 71, everything entertainment, everything. Hey, girl. Hey. That's hey. right. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny is off today, still riding around his property naked on his tractor. That's right. <laughs> Living the dream. Huh? Living the dream. Living the 
naked tractor dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're continuing our TV taste test, and uh, boy, oh boy, I don't know. Did you two watch episode two of CNN's uh, The Story of Late Night? Did you guys watch it yet? I did not watch it, no. 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 Weird. Oh. I, only available was one and three, so I've watched some of three, but... Yeah. Uh, oh. How was two, though? I was, I was, this is one of those days for two reasons, and the other reason is I'm going to piggyback off a story Lex has at 8.30. I was very excited to get on the air today because I found this second episode. And again, if you don't know, this is a great limited series uh, from CNN's documentary unit um, on the story of late night television, how it started, why it started. It focuses on the stars that you know and some stars that you didn't know um, were part of are part of the legacy of late night, including in this episode. And it'll, I will do a little on uh, exit ramp here. I did not know about this. Um, I didn't, I, I should say new, but very little. Uh, they talked about in the late sixties, kind of the already the lack of diversity in late night. You, people oh, okay. think it's a, people think it's a new conversation, but no, the conversation has been going on for a while. And there was a, there was a late night show um, on PBS called Soul uh, that ran for, I believe, five, four or five years that really spoke to the black audience. And really, at a, at a pivotal time, the civil rights movement, the counterculture. I mean, you think about 68, 69, and I'm going to get into the other aspect of that era in a second and how it pertained to Johnny Carson. Uh, but mm. you, I learned about Soul, and I was like... and usually is the case with these great documentaries if it sparks you you go and you want to research more yeah, um, i haven't heard of it what'd you find out well it just it was revolutionary for the time it was it was hosted by well first of all in late night it was hosted by a black man and a not hiding it gay black man and it was fascinating and you, you talk about all of the newsmakers of the time uh that were around in that era um, they went on Soul, and again, it was also different from Carson and Joey Bishop and and Merv Griffin. Not only um, because of the fact that the host was an was was a black man, but also the topics that they that they covered. Um, and that kind of leads into how why this episode was fascinating because I find it is mirroring what's happening right now. So this episode was really focused on Carson, but they spent a nice chunk of time talking about 68, 69. Well, actually really 67, 68, 69. And how, you know, Johnny was kind of caught up in this, in this change of culture in that era and how uh, he really had to walk a line with the Tonight Show of Johnny always tried to stay apolitical and always knew that the Tonight Show was first and foremost an entertainment program. But how do you walk that line when there is so much upheaval and change in the country? How do you walk that line without seeming completely out of it and irrelevant? And, you know, one of the one of the TV historians said, you know, this was the most um, perilous time period, the most dangerous time period for mm. Johnny's reign on The Tonight Show, because one false move and The Tonight Show could have fallen into the dustbin of irrelevant, irreverent, irreverent. Irrever- yeah. 
Thank you. I can't even say it today. I can't either, but I know what you mean. Irrelevance. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, and Johnny, Johnny managed to do it, not without criticism. And I find that if you look at present day, I was telling this to Colin, it's kind of happening right now. I mean, you look at the pushback with, um, with, with Fallon. You know, Fallon's rating started to decline when President Trump came into office. And, and you know, the three of us had, had covered it as a pop culture station mm-hmm. a lot because there was a lot of pressure on Jimmy Fallon to kind of contort his version of The Tonight Show. Because, because all Col- the other guys were doing it. Because all the other guys were going political. And I said it at the time, and now I'm even more convinced. I think it was a giant error of NBC and the powers that be, or even Fallon's executive producers. I think it was a bad idea for Fallon to even step into the pool of Trump jokes and political jokes because he did. He felt the pressure and I get it. I mean, it's a lot of pressure to host the tonight show, but I think if, if, if they would have just kept the tonight show, Yes. What Jimmy Fallon started it as a wacky, goofy escapist and just kind of rode through the tough years. And I don't mean tough. I'm not making a political statement, but I mean the tough years for him ratings wise. I think now that we're in a different administration and Mr. Trump isn't, you know, um, so much the focus of late night, I think Fallon would have come through better. And now he's still because now, you know, yeah. people don't quite know what he is. But and he John- doesn't. He doesn't. And I, and I think, you know, Johnny really stuck with his gun, stuck to his guns. And again, he faced criticism. He did. I mean, people thought um, people criticized him for not uh, standing up and, and using the Tonight Show as a platform. And Johnny blatantly said it in various interviews. That is not what I'm here to do. He famously said it to Mike Wallace in a 2020, I mean, in 60 Minutes profile. He goes, that is not what The Tonight Show is. That's not, that's not what I am there to do. And I, I said to Colin, you know, um, you know, uh, internalizing it, I, I know for the three of us, and, and we try to pull the curtain back for you guys. I think it's one of the reasons, perhaps all of you listening, maybe it's one of the reasons you like our, our show. I think for me, this episode resonated because not only do I think we're going through it uh, universally and nationally, but in a very small way, you know, the, our show, Lex yeah. and Dawn oh, and, oh, and, yes. and, and, and the Jason show, um, I just, this hit me like a brick because just two weeks ago, um, I received an email from, um, from a woman, a woman of color who under, she did not mince words. She ba- it, she called me a racist because I did not talk about the trial on the Jason show. And I I didn't respond because it's like that's I, I kind of wanted to say to her, did you have you watched the show? I mean, that's not I felt like jo- yeah. I felt like I'm saying what Johnny said. I'm like, I that's not that's not what the show is um, yeah. by design that show and then bringing it to us. That's not what this show is, right, Lex? I mean, that's not that's oh, not the job. That's not our job. I, I think um, whew, this summer was probably the hardest time for us to broadcast for that very reason, because we are supposed to be goofy and fun, and it was difficult to do that. And I know this now for the trial, we took a different route. Before it was, yeah, deep dive into it. But I remember crying after every show, just thinking, yes. "Wow, this was." 
Yes. Not the way we normally do this. And should we be doing this every day? I felt that way Mm -hmm. every day, every day. And it was a learning experience. And I'm sure during that period, we probably lost some audience members and you never want to do that. You know, I learned Um, a lot about you guys. I learned about a lot about myself and comfort level and what we're willing to say and not say. Um, So it just, uh, yeah, that was really a tough time. Mm -hmm. It was. And that's why I think we're talking about the story of late night. This episode, really, it was like, wow, it's with whether it's on a national level with Fallon and the other late night shows or just entertainment in general, um, because we're we're going through a kind of the same period of reckoning in some ways. Uh, You know what I mean? And and it was fascinating to see how Johnny did it and and came out the other side. So he just stronger kind of was, was like business as usual. He would do his games, his goofy things. Is that kind of he took very really? much, very much. Okay. But what what was and fascinating? What guests did they have to say like you can't, or did he let the guests say those things? Well, that's that's one of the interesting things. Lex was Carson found ways to do it. Yeah. Without him saying it. Yeah. Because. He would have for the example that they gave that I was like, wow, brilliant. Johnny made a statement by asking and he didn't care what NBC said. He had Harry Belafonte guest host for him in in an era where Johnny having a black man fill in for him on the Tonight Show was a huge deal. So Harry filled in for a week and had Martin Luther King on had Robert Kennedy on had. So Johnny by, by not making a statement actually made a statement, but you, but the critics, you know, they don't, they, um, uh, Dick Cavett had a great line. Dick Cavett, who went up against Carson, who leaned into politics. I mean, my goodness, Dick Cavett did his show, uh, from the hearing room from Watergate, Lex. He did wow. his show from the hearing room. And Dick Cavett had a great line. He goes, I was used as a club against Johnny by critics. Well, Dick Cavett's doing it. And Dick goes, I never liked that. Because mm-hmm. John Johnny did what Johnny did. Yep. And I did what I did. And I didn't appreciate the critics using me as a club against my friend. And that Lex that hit me like a that that was fascinating to me. Yeah. That Cavett was like, no, Johnny does his he has his lane, and I have my lane. And I don't know you you both don't oh, Lex, yes. you both will CNN love this episode. Story of late night, yeah, two episodes out now, and uh- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast, and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download. Subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this one. You're right. It so resonates with what's yeah. happening today. And it just, I got to tell you on a personal level, it reinforced my belief that we're, that we are and our show, I think we're doing the right thing in our own little way. I think, I think it, it obviously speaking out and, and I said this on the talk show, just because we don't talk about it on the show, does it, please don't mistake that for not caring. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I really want people to realize that. And I think what we do as is important as anything, providing a respite for people during these difficult times. Mm. I think there's a value in that. We have instructions from our bosses on whether to talk about it or not. There is that. Well, yeah, I think we all learned. Not to put the blame on or or, or that there's anything wrong with it. It's just that there are decisions that are made Mm -hmm. that aren't made by us. Yeah. Above our pay grade, right, Lex? Above our... uh, Right, yeah. Yeah. And I sometimes (laughs) need someone to tell me what to do. Yeah. Me too. Well, yeah, especially in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys will love it. Lex, you should. I can't wait for you guys to watch Ooh, it. Story yes. of Late Night on CNN. When we come back, I can't wait to talk to her. It's Elizabeth Reese on the Dirt Alert next. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche. Change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert it's all we do and we do it well welcome back jason and alexis in the morning time to get caught up with the entertainment headlines of the day with elizabeth reese and the journaler hello elizabeth well hi you guys i hope you had a great weekend a nice you too. Mother's happy mother's day, day, day to you thank you, you very too. much nice and relaxing um lots of celebrities of course celebrating mother's day lots of social media posts I don't know. I think it's wonderful, but it also gets a little overwhelming. <laughs> like, look at how perfect everything looks. Oh my goodness. You do kind of feel the pressure. I don't know if Lex, I, just, I, I don't didn't know post if you, anything. See, I didn't last year, but I almost feel the pressure because when you go on your social media, there's fifty thousand. Everyone's know. posting their Mother's Day photos. I know. Yeah. I I I want to do it because I I hope this makes sense. I want to do it because I want to. I don't want to do it because I feel the pressure of doing it. Right. Yeah. 
And yeah. I kept kind of thinking, oh, I should find some pictures and oh, I should post. And then I thought, what am I doing? This is like feeling like too much work. I should just be enjoying the day. Yeah. You want it to yeah. be super easy. I took a picture on my walk and was like, happy day. Yeah, that's there great. You go. And that's great. No, and I, th- and I think you're totally right if you want Bye. to. But it is yeah. that pressure <laughs> feeling. I don't yeah. know. There's oh, a lot absolutely. of pressure now with social media to make sure that. Like, people want you to make statements on all sorts of things. Like, my social media feed is not like the national holiday calendar. It's just not. So I'm just not going to every single holiday be like, this is, hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know. Cockroach Appreciation right. Day. Right, I know. My social media feed is a what I'm eating feed. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, like, yes. if, oh, and then occasional yum. baby and a chicken. That's what you get from me. So you just have to know. Um, okay, I do have some other news to get to, though. Let's talk about some news over the weekend that Juliana Rancic is leaving E's red carpet coverage after 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, so she announced over the weekend. And why I bring this up is because it's kind of an interesting, you know, evolution of the network and um, and what's happening. Things are not going well over there. And no. he's um, struggling. Struggling big time. big time. And, you know, it's just sort of one of those things, too, that it's like, you know, like MTV when the real world came out or watching TRL in the afternoons, things that yeah. were sort of staples in our lives that then just slowly fade away. And then yep. aren't really that relevant anymore. And that's nope. and it's not like the things that E talks about aren't relevant. We talk about them all the time here on My Talk 1071. But it's the mm-hmm. the way they presented them and um and the they're big hit, the Kardashians are leaving. Yeah. I'm sure she's seeing the writing on the wall there. What else do people go well, to? Well she for like e? left and then came back. I mean there was red carpet stuff and then there was um, you know, a lot of fashion stuff, but yeah. they they're notorious for like the coming up. The big news from Angelina Jolie. And then it's coming up, and then they do 15 teases, and then it's a one-line story about how she bought new Christian Louboutins or something. Yeah. Well, and also, also, uh, it's the fact that when E! launched, we couldn't see, you know, Courtney Cox uh, and her favorite bagel flavor. Right. We we, we couldn't see where Julia Roberts and Keith or Sutherland was going on their were were going on their lunch date. Now, the mystery of all of that is gone Mm -hmm. because we don't need to watch Entertainment Tonight in E! to get our celebrity fix. They're giving it to us themselves on their Instagram accounts. Right. We get it all the time. And then when you want to talk about it, you want it to be like. People that you like talking about it, mm-hmm. which is like this radio station. Yeah, uh, Prince Harry and Oprah have revealed the premiere date for their much anticipated mental health series, mm. and it's going to be on Apple TV Plus. So, friendly reminder: if you bought like you know a new iPad because you gave your old one to your child during distance learning, maybe you have free Apple TV Plus, which I do. Yay! Yes. Um, so this is what Harry said about it: the majority of us carry some form of unresolved trauma. So it's going to premiere on May 21st, and it's called The Me You Can't See. And the press release that was shared about this says it will help lift the veil on the current state of mental health and well-being. I I mean, I think the current state is probably the darkest it's ever been with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. Yeah, the timing of this is perfect. I think there should be a counselor like the old kissing booths. Yeah. I think there should literally be a counselor on every street corner. (laughs) Listen, guys, I'm I'm starting with a new one tomorrow, and I'm, like, so excited about my appointment. It's a virtual appointment. And I am mm -hmm. so, and I just was feeling like I'm either, like, a little bit too mad or too sad uh, on certain given moments. And then I talked to this counselor, and she's like, yeah, yeah, you probably are. Let's talk about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're so great. (laughs) 
where do you do your virtual? Are you going to go in your car? Or I'm just going to be at my house. Yeah, because I have okay. like the where I do radio. Actually, I'll be sitting oh, okay. right here in this very space. I get free therapy from you guys, and I'm going to pay for this lady. <laughs> You're like kids, stay away. Yeah, yeah. The kids will be gone, and so then I, I'm going to oh, do good. a virtual appointment. So listen, okay. I do the same thing. Not yeah. from Elizabeth's house, but I do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you could come here if you needed a Perfect. quiet space. Love I, it. I made sourdough waffles this morning. I would deliver I'll be right one over. to you while you were oh, having. Of course you did. Yes. <laughs> Elizabeth, I need to take you up on your offer for some starters. Listen, lady, you say the word and it will show up. I feed it every day. Okay. All right. It'll wow. be ready I'm for you. I'm going to make some. I'm oh, I'm it. so glad that we got to end this on sourdough. That made me yes. feel really I know. good about my timing. Mm. We know how to do this. We ain't amateurs. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Okay. Tipping. Okay. We, we've talked about it before, but how about tipping on Twitter? Alexis has that when we come back. Stay with us, everyone. Back in a moment. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Oh, a new sponsor. Yes. <laughs> What a nice welcome you have. <laughs> fine, fine sponsor. Mrs. Mrs. Pauls. She's she lost her husband, Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Pauls lights light seafood. <laughs> no, I gotta get this right, because this is their their new sponsor. Very first appearance. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the tonight show. Mrs. Pauls light soup. <laughs> Now, you know, Mrs. Paul's light, <laughs> light, light, light seafood entries, entrees. <laughs> who people, for people who like everything about seafood, <laughs> except cooking it. Mrs. Paul has done that for you, the sweet old lady. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. Memorable, all, right there. Right there. We've all been there. We've all had those ads. Oh, I had yeah. one. Oh. I had one earlier today with Chris Lindahl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, Coming wait, up. Can I speak? Do I know can English I, anymore? What yeah. happened to myself? Let's, can I come up with a big tool uh, in sixty <laughs> seconds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on my talk. I'm Jason. Lex Don. Kenny is off today. And look, uh, Lex, over the course of our history, I think yeah. this is one of our most um, repeated topics, different variations of this conversation. Uh, it's tipping, right, Lex? It is tipping. Yep. And Talk now Twitter, this is interesting. They're making it very easy for you to tip your favorite tweeters. <laughs> They have a tip oh. jar where you can now feature, you know, you, well, you can have always pinned your favorite tweets or whatever, but what you can do is you add links to your Venmo, Cash App, or other digital payment accounts to your bio mm. so that your Twitter fans can send you a few bucks when a tweet really hits the nail on the head. Oh. I don't know about okay. this. I, I, okay. I, um, <laughs> They're trying I... to compete, though. Would you would you t- would you tweet uh, tip I, I, a tweeter? Makes me. I don't know. Uh, let me. I want to hear more. You said they're okay. trying to compete. Let me, let me. I want to hold judgment here. Yeah. So okay, maybe you follow someone who does great makeup, and they give you tips that you use every day, and you're like, you know okay. what? Thank you for okay. that. Here's a dollar, and you could just <laughs> go to their bio and 
tip them a dollar. Or maybe there's a craft project. Or maybe there's a, a, a recipe that someone shares. You're like, wow, I, that changed my life. It might not even be that dramatic, but you just want to send them a little something, something so that they continue to create content like that. Uh, is this going to make people real thirsty because money is involved? I think that might be part of this. Yes. That's why I like Twitter is that you just put out a tweet and there you go. There are other social media accounts or companies, right, that have this, whether you're putting your Venmo or you can send someone a coffee now or there's Patreon. There's other ways, but they're trying to keep up. Hip Helen, what's Patreon? (laughs) Patreon. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So creators can they have different tiers so you can so every month you're supporting them whether it's just a dollar up to you know whatever it is some of them send happy mail it's just a way to support them so they can continue to do their art most of it is for podcasts yeah podcasts artists musicians you get special, oh, yeah. like, Radio if you hosts. support Patreon, you're in a different category, and so they give you extra content for the yes. podcast. Yeah. Oh. Special videos, or, yeah, you'll get happy mail. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of, you could be a patron of someone. Wow. I yeah, like so that. Other, I did not know a, about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's other places that are doing a much better job, and, and maybe with Twitter tip jars it just it just feels like they're just trying to take advantage of what other social media sites are doing a much better job yeah jumping on a bandwagon and yeah Mm -hmm. bandwagon that's it yeah Yeah, jumping on i don't know how i feel about this i mean and there's you know one side of me thinks, well, this is great for entrepreneurs and digital entrepreneurs and digital content creators. And then on the yeah, other this is side, your job. Of, mm-hmm. and then the other side of me is irritated by it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, right. If it didn't start with it, or if they're just adding, oh man, it's just like, maybe oh, I would. Maybe you would use it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I know I'm irritated only, by it, but they're I, only tweeters. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they're not on other social media. Sites. Accounts and sites. Mm-hmm. No OnlyFans, no cameos. Mm. Yeah. Huh. But I, I I don't know. I would feel the pressure because then this introduces a whole other layer of pressure, social media pressure. Yes. You know what I mean? And and Turn we don't need hobby. that. I yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. Cause then, you know, not only do you feel the pressure as the tipper, mm-hmm. but if you're the tip E. Yeah, the creator. And if you're the creator and you don't get tips, then that that's an then there, it's another way social media can make you feel like a butthole. Yeah, that's, that's how I'm interpreting this. Well, and the it's likes an, and the retweets too, because everyone oh. pays attention to that and the different engagement. Yeah, I I, I just oh. think it's another way for us to feel inferior. <laughs> yeah. Oh look look at my Twitter <laughs> tip jar. It's only three dollars. Yeah. I only, oh. <laughs> Does it list it for you now, though? It says, like, like these, does it say, like, $27 oh, to see, or is that private? Oh, yeah, I... For your own, I'm sure it's there. Unless you go on Venmo and they have you have your account open. Then you oh, yeah, see, but no. otherwise... Oh, hell no. I would make yeah. my S private, girl. Oh, I'd be yeah. Like, Everything's uh-uh, private. You, you ain't seeing my tip jar. I don't even, well, and like... people can get really nasty, too, right? Like yes. Tipping you, like, okay, I tip I don't you. E- now you owe me... N- nipples you know I, I mean it could go that route 
I'm sorry. Oh. They owe you what? Nipples? Like a private picture, a DM of some sort. Oh. Or I'm, I'm, I'm going to a, a oh, worst case it. scenario where yeah. they're like, okay, I need more of Show me more. Yeah. Because I've tipped you. <laughs> I would send yeah. them back a picture of like a baboon's nipple. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I just gave, I just flashed my nipple to Don and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there we go. There's my nips. But. Do you know um, what I'm saying? I but at hear the same you. time, you're absolutely right. Some people, that's what they're. Their gift is they're creative in you know, 280 characters, and they can really kill it with the tweet. And you're like, wow, I want you to keep doing that. Thank you. Yeah, I see. The garden is both good and evil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Could go mm-hmm. either way. Now, you have a tipping story, right? Are you, is this it real is actually, life tipping? This is real life, and this is actually a life. jump the shark. Yeah, this is oh. a... This is a person that has jumped, a type of person that has jumped the shark, especially Uh-oh. in the current environment we find ourselves. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, I will unveil today's Jump the Shark. Before I do that, though, I'll tell you, don't forget to please, please follow the My Talk YouTube channel uh, because we are now on average receiving four to five emails from B. Arthur about our YouTube channel. <laughs> I would like to personally get that email d- number down down to one one subscribe already people so Come on. please if all of you just follow we will never have to get another email from b arthur about our youtube channel so please if i could play some sarah mclaughlin right here and i would but for the for the for the love of all of us please subscribe thank you when we come back i'll unveil today's uh jump the shark oh people welcome back jason and alexis in the morning on my talk world seven one everything entertainment Everything flowers. Beautiful tulips and flowers. I'm Jace with Lex Dawn. Kenny's off. Currently naked on his tractor. Oh. Get that. Yeah, living the yeah. town down. Uh-huh. Uh, it is time to reveal today's jump the shark. Fire up the bug. I'm jumping the shark, shark, shark. Hey. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was Dump Amundo. Well, uh, I have today's, and it, it glides perfectly from Alexis's conversation about tipping on Twitter. And um, I was oot in a boot uh, over the weekend, and I saw in real time, real life, um, I overheard a conversation, and it just reignited my um, vitriol and my frustration, especially in this time as far as tipping is concerned. Um, As we said when we were setting up the tipping story earlier, Lex and I on the show have talked about this probably four dozen times over the years, various aspects of the tipping conversation. But today's Jump the Shark is once again, once again, and I'm being very specific this time because I I witnessed this myself, Hmm. high-maintenance-ass people Running up a hundred and forty dollar bill mm-hmm. and leaving a dollar. No. Yes. Now this uh. isn't this isn't uh, anecdotal. I I was here for the whole thing. I was well seated. I was at a bar and mm-hmm. I was right there by the table. So I witnessed. This isn't hearsay. And so I know, I even know the level of kindness that the server in question provided because I could hear. And Lex knows me. 
now Don Don knows this aspect of my personality too. Once I get fixated on something, I cannot get off it, and I have to watch it to its conclusion. And I immediately, I overheard a a conversation between a, a frustrated server and a colleague, and I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, and ran this server like, ran the server like this table was her only table, and was so... I, I I don't know. I don't know how personally, I don't know oh. how a single table can forget so many things. Uh, every time the server would come back, they needed something else. Oh, I forgot this. Oh, I need this. Oh, I got this. Ran this server like a golden retriever. Ran up, like I said, it was either 120 or 140 and left this the server a dollar and whatever the change was. You know, uh, that I, is just terrible. Terrible. We, you can't, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out. We've said that over and over again. The other reality is that we live, whether you like it or not, in a society that servers depend on tips. That's part of their payment. They're getting way less per hour. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, is they just don't part. make minimum wage, guys. No. No. And again, yeah, it's part like, of just, here. yes, whether you like it or not, I know I, I don't love it. I, you know, and I know some restaurants are going to a hospitality, um, you know, percentage. That's great. I, I you know, whatever. Yes, I'm willing to pay a little really bit more clear about that, too. That, that yes. will be in the menu. They'll tell you. Yeah, but not all like restaurants percent or something. But no, the majority not happening. Do not do that. I was so it irritated me to no end <laughs> um, because I, I know the server. And again, I witnessed it myself. I shouldn't say I know her. I mean, I'm acquaintance, but mm-hmm. I I saw the service firsthand. So it wasn't a matter of someone can come back and tell me, well, maybe, maybe they were rude. No, no. Because again, I'm like a, I'm like, well, I am like a golden. I'm like, I can't stop staring. So I was monitoring the, <laughs> was watching the whole you thing. You were, you were like a hawk, I guess. I am like a hawk. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I know this How is going to end. drinks did you <laughs> How much longer did you stay more, at the bar? How many more vodka sodas? I love yeah. it. Three to four, Lex. <laughs> I had about three to four more extra vodka sodas. But, uh, By the way, yeah. she gave excellent service. Uh, the real tip should be $30 yes. on yeah. that bill yeah, because that's that 20%. Bill. So, uh-huh. yeah. come on but a, now. But a dollar. 15? And, oh, you know, watched him, walk, watched him walk away smiling and laughing with no, 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 no thought of it. And it just... It irritates me, and it and and because I talk, you know, I'm in the service industry. You know, full disclosure. Yeah, um, I'm. We've all been servers, and I uh, own. Yeah, you're in it right now. I'm in it, Um, and it happens. I know sometimes people go, "Wow, you guys talk about this a lot." It is because it happens way more than you think it does. Um, it it happens a lot, and it just. I I have like um almost like I have with graffiti. I have like this I have this this vitriol. It's like slow left lane drivers and this. I mm-hmm. get like a chemical reaction where I want to. I feel like Bruce Banner where I want to turn into the Hulk. I just have a <laughs> I have a chemical like I have a chem like temper. I have a temper, but this is one of those things that I can. It lights it my fuse. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I turn green. I it 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 ignites me and because it just to me is so 
rude. It's just fundamentally rude to me. Um, it's and, like and, people when they sit down at a table, uh, not everyone, but there are a certain type of people that automatically put themselves above mm-hmm. just in in society. There's a superior like, yeah. You are serving me and now I get to treat you like yep. a subhuman. <laughs> And if it's a big table, just from my experience of being a server, it takes up so much of your time. You actually lose money on other tables because you have to come back constantly waiting on these 10 people to their every need. And then your other two top over here is like, can I get some more water? And you're trying to do a lot. So I used to get just hives looking if I got seated with a like a 20 top. I'd be like, oh, God, oh, God, can I do that right now? Can I manage five? Five tables, and that's where you get mad at the hostess. You're like, "Yes, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Stop it!" Yeah, and this yeah. It, it was like a oh. high maintenance table of uh, bros too. And I'm like, "Oh, please, 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 please be nice, please be nice." But yeah, it was just I don't know. Oh. I, it it and just it's also hard too. I don't know if it's the same way as a server when uh, there's an X amount of people at a table that it will automatically add eighteen percent. Yes. Or you can decide as a server. You can. It's that's sad, a, you that's have to, like, a new thing. That's it is yeah. okay because yeah, I remember we could do that, but then you you size them up too and go, well, would they be offended if I add this on there? Would they tip me more? I mean, even that mind game. Oh sure, yeah. that is that's exhausting. Well, and this was you know because this was the this was two people. Um, it was, okay. it was, you know, they can't yeah, do that. Know. They can't No. Oh. And again, oh, I thought it was a bigger table, but still. No, two, two. So, wow. and it just, I don't know. I, 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 we used to tiptoe. Lex, remember the first couple of years we would tiptoe around it because we didn't want to, we didn't want to offend anybody. But then Lex, you were the first one. You're like, look, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> if you can't tip, you can't go out. No. And I was like, you go, Sally. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you go. Come on. <laughs> it impresses your date too, right? You're it like, does. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's how you can also judge a person, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. How long Absolutely. Do you treat your servers. The, and- yep. The busser, the, yeah, everybody. Hey, if you're a kid being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Unless you're, unless you're a bad tipper. Yeah, unless you're <laughs> we, just about, you know. <laughs> we love you. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now. It's a beautiful day.